0: Binge the full week of The Ray Taylor Show ad free over at InspiredDisorder.com slash plus. This is The Ray Taylor Show. Stutz, a documentary on Netflix, a new documentary directed by Jonah Hill. Uh, This is a documentary that I was looking forward to. It's where he sits down with his therapist, uh, who is uh, Dr. Stutz. What's his name? Phil Stutz. And who's uh, you know takes therapy from a different perspective or from a different angle than most therapists would. I am somebody who would love to get into therapy as a patient, uh, but of course, because the healthcare system in this country is pretty non-existent, uh, you know, it's that's like a pipe dream, really. Um, but uh, I was excited. To watch this documentary because I will take whatever free forms of therapy I can get, you know, discover new tools, uh, find new ways of processing through the issues that I have. And when I started this documentary, my initial thought was this is going to be my favorite thing that I've seen this year. Right. As I'm sitting down, taking notes, as I do for all movies that I'm going to talk about on the show, I'm like, this is going to be a notebook full or this page is going to be full of drawings and metaphors and ways for me to help myself. This is going to be the page in my notebook that I refer to the most whenever I'm feeling things that I need help working through. Because one of the many ways in which Stutz is unique to therapy is that he has these he contextualizes problems in visual form uh, of how to think of things, how to frame things, how to uh, focus on ways to get past things. And, uh, you know, I love that. I love any kind of way people can visualize something in a very simple way, uh, translate complex ideas into basic metaphors uh, that are widely known and easily uh, consumed. So when I started this, I was like, yes, let's do this. Let's get into it. This is exactly what I want. And then not that far into this documentary that's only like 90 minutes long it's not that long yeah 96 minutes long uh it changes it doesn't change necessarily but it, it jonah comes on camera with with Stuts and tells him that he's having he's at a bit of a crossroads with the documentary and basically breaks the fourth wall and talks about how he's having problems with what's going on and how he wants to tell this story and that they had been recording for two years wearing the same clothes every time he's wearing a wig to look like what he looked like at the beginning they are recording in a studio in a green on green screen to make it look like they're in stutz's office And it's at this moment where Jonah breaks the fourth wall that I realize that my anticipation and what I expected to see and get out of this documentary is not what I'm going to get out of this documentary. And even though I did enjoy this documentary, I did get some things out of this documentary. As a whole, I felt it pretty directionless. It lacked focus. It it felt like it was trying to cover different things and didn't do a very good job blending them together uh, into any kind of cohesive overall narrative, uh, overall story. Which, you know, documentaries, if I were to, from the outside looking in to do this documentary what I would have wanted from this documentary right I would have loved to get n- to know more about stutz his life and why he is the way he is and what he does uh with with therapy I would have loved a lot more of his drawings this documentary should have been full of animations and his drawings and his tools uh, or and and those things could have been told in conjunction with Jonah Hill and his issues, but it really felt like they had a bunch of stuff and they just kind of put it all together and it doesn't really form any kind of worthwhile narrative of any any of any sort, which is a bummer it's a bummer and like absolutely surprising that they filmed for two years and this is all they came up with right I i enjoy jonah hill as an actor he's a great actor he's somebody in hearing his issues that he's had he's somebody that i relate to a lot i have a lot of the same issues he's had throughout his life dealing with weight that being kind of your identity and uh having people and just knowing how people act and react to you when you are overweight or when you do lose weight like it is it is amazing to see how society treats you completely different when you are thin versus when you are heavy and if you are somebody who has experienced that transition in life it really makes you disgusted in humanity and how just absolutely horrible and just you become treated like it's just a, it's night and day the difference you're treated right you're treated like an actual human when you're thin and then there is just layers upon layers of people judging you just how people act towards you in in general is very different when you're overweight and you know a lot of the things Jonah deals with I deal with so I do get stuff out of that but it wasn't enough of that right it's you got little bits of Stutz and his tools you get little bits of his life and his love you get little bits of Jonah's issues Uh, you get little bits of Jonah kind of working through things and Stutz using Jonah as a means to give an example for his tools and things that he does but they all just don't feel blended. And a lot of this movie is, you know, there's also bits of like behind the scenes stuff which you know, there's they're constantly still using the green screen but actually not doing anything with it, right? It's just the background is a black and white green screen that's only really used to change the environment a couple times. Like it just feels like it is scattered there's no focus it's a, a documentary that's not about any one thing necessarily and i think because it's trying to do so many different things and not even really trying to do different things it's just it's it's like a movie that's narrative has adhd right it's a narrative where it's constantly like not sure Not confident in going down a specific narrative or a specific path, which is a bummer. It's a bummer, not only because it turned out to be a documentary that I didn't get as much out of as I wanted to. But it's also a documentary, even though, even if it had changed and it had been a story about Jonah and and this therapist and their growth there's no growth like as far as uh, a, a narrative and uh really coming through at the end of this going like oh that was like the story aspect of it was like interesting and it you know blended all those things together like there's so many good documentaries that are able to kind of wrap all of these things up within its story but this one just felt like so disjointed and and disappointing it was a bummer B- huge bummer <laughs> right uh like i didn't hate it but it's just like i don't know like i was seriously all week after watching it, i was like i don't even know if i want to talk about it right? Because i was excited i was like oh i'm gonna share all these tools i'm gonna talk about these tools i'm gonna talk about my issues right i'm gonna i'm gonna blend my narrative in with my review of this documentary as Jonah could have blended like if I were to change this Jonah felt very guarded and very protective and very unwilling to get into his issues right he wasn't open which is fine he wants to stay personal with that stuff whatever but it doesn't help the, pe- the work he's doing at the same time Phil Stutz doesn't want to get into his stuff either right so we don't dig deep into his story right which if we had gotten to dig into both of their stories we could have come through it understanding why they have so much love for each other obviously it's clear that they have a respect and a love for each other they've been you know he's been going to him for so long And they clearly have a cool rapport. Stutz seems like a therapist I would love to go to. You know, I wish I had the money to afford to go and just because he seems like a guy that not only listens but gives you tools, gives you things that you can use to work and and change your, your perspective as opposed to just listening and not doing those things, which apparently a lot of therapists do, right? They're just there to listen. They don't necessarily tell you. They don't give you life advice. Right. I don't know. I've never been. That's what, according to this, is kind of what they're doing take a little break from the show to promote. I figured out a way on my website to offer prints for every single painting. So if you go to a painting, you can buy the original painting or you can buy a print for everything. Artwork that you don't want to spend $100 plus on, nine by 12 inch ink painting on paper, $100 for the original one of a kind piece of artwork. Paintings range in price depending on their size. The eight by 10 print, $20. Available in the store at inspiredisorder.com. And now let's get back to the show. So it's like even sitting down to talk about this documentary, right? Like maybe what I should do is just leave my green screen in the back and not put it. Maybe I'll do that in post, right? Maybe that will be and you just see a wrinkled blanket sheet behind me. And this will all be in black and white. Which even aesthetically, I like the way it looked. It's kind of interesting to see how effortless they can change the environment that you think they're talking and interviewing in, right, just on this green screen studio for two years. For two years and you couldn't come up with like an interesting kind of through line narrative to tell story, to tell a story, to tell the story about this man that you have so much respect for that has done so much to help you, right? And like I said, I like Jonah, the mid-90s movie that he directed. I enjoyed that independent film about a kid skateboarding. Cool. I'm down. I love him as an actor. But for whatever reason, maybe it's because he's so close to the subject matter and so unwilling to open himself up. It just felt like the doors that were closed that weren't allowed to be opened from him and from Stutz, Led to a path in this in a direction in this movie that was unsatisfying. You know, I don't, I don't know. It, it just it, it bummed me out. It bummed me out, and I like it. But there were some bits, right? Because there were little bits, some of the tools that he did share, right? One of them is the life force, if you're depressed, if, if things are I mean obviously, watch the documentary. I'd still recommend the documentary because there are some tools. That he does share. Clearly not. I would, I would imagine not even close to all of the tools. Not all of the drawings. Right, There's like seven. Six or seven that he talks about. Which are great. Which are things that I. Th- some of the drawings. Some of the tools that he uses. That he talks about. Are things that I have a version of. That I. Mental process that I go through. To reframe things. To think of things in a different way so I do not get caught up in the maze of the past, as it were. But one of the things is the life force, right? If you're having whatever is happening in your life, you're not doing good and you, you're directionless to focus on your life force and everything will kind of fall into place. And the life force, he describes it as a pyramid. Right. Where the and it, there's three sections. The bottom section is your body, right? Physical health. Right? Eating good food, working out, taking care of your body. The second layer of this pyramid are the people in your life, right? Those are the people that connect you to humanity. So, pulling away from people is not good. So, once you work on your overall health, then you work on just connecting. It doesn't have to be a bunch of people. Just go to lunch with somebody, reconnect with a human in your life. And You know, use those, you know, make sure to put effort into those connections. And the top part of the pyramid is you, focusing on you. And if you do all those things, focus on your life force, then everything else will kind of clear the path, whatever. I'm sure he describes it way more. Uh, Also, another one was string of pearls, where everything you do in your day-to-day life, every event, every small thing, no matter how small or how big of uh, a thing you do is a pearl on the necklace. So whether just getting out of bed is a pearl, brushing your teeth is a pearl, making breakfast a pearl, showing up to work a pearl, completing a giant project, still just a pearl, right? And throughout your day, you're stringing up all these different pearls of all these things that you accomplish throughout the day. Some big, small, some small, but all they're all the same size pearl. And within each pearl is a speck of shit because nothing you do is ever going to be perfect, right? But it's all about getting that string of pearls, right? It's all about just accomplishing these tasks throughout the day, however big, however small, and being okay with them not being perfect, being okay with a speck of shit being on the pearl, right? You complete a massive project, which is kind of, one of the advice that he has for Jonah is like, yeah, you just do the thing, do the thing that scares you. Like the idea for Jonah to go ahead to do this documentary, despite not having a direction, despite not knowing what to do narratively with the thing is good advice, right? Because sometimes you got to just complete the thing, right? Whether it goes right, goes wrong, right? I record a new episode of podcast every day, Some podcasts turn out better than others, but I can't focus on that, right? They're all a pearl. Every episode is a pearl. Every painting I do gets released. I don't throw a painting away. There's paintings at the end where I'm not satisfied. I do not like them. I still release it, right? It's a pearl. Even the, the paintings I love, there's aspects of it if I look hard enough. Everything I've done, there's always a fault. There's always a speck of shit, but it's all a pearl, right? And it's all about just getting through and doing that and there's a similar thing the book of the war of art written by Steven Pressfield uh, is a book that I recommend it's a short book it's a great book for people who are creative artists writers musicians whatever and it's to treat your work your art like work right show up show up and do the work right instead of what a lot of artists do is waiting for inspiration to hit and then doing the work right that's not I mean, that's great, but you're not going you're never going to find success. You're never going to grow. It's very hard to grow, right? Versus treating it like you would treat a day job that you hate, right? You show up. You don't feel good. You're hungover, whatever. You still go and you clock in, you do the work, you go home, right? It may not be, you, you weren't the perfect employee that day, but it doesn't matter. You showed up, you did the work. You need to have that same respect for the work you do in your life, And sometimes the work you create on those days where you don't feel inspired turns out better than the days where you go in and you're super inspired and motivated, right? Your feeling going in, clocking into your work as an artist does not necessarily coincide with or correlate with the quality of work that you produce, right? There's in my experience, there's no correlation. Sometimes the days where I feel like shit, I'm just trying to get my seven paintings done every Thursday, you know, trying to get it done. I just I don't feel like painting. I don't feel like doing it. I'm tired. I don't feel good. I have a headache. I, I have way too much other stuff to do. Sometimes in those moments where I'm not feeling it, I'm not inspired. I end up doing some of my coolest shit, you know, and there's no you can't predict it. There's no such thing as predicting the future or able to, you know, you can't, you, you can't manifest this magical ability. You just have to show up. And sometimes when you show up, you tap into that thing and you're able to do your best work. But you can't tap into that if you don't show up. So part of his, the, the String of Pearls thing is very similar to that. I would also recommend War of Art by Stephen Pressfield screenwriter He's written a bunch of uh bunch of scripts for a bunch of movies. Uh, another aspect, another tool that Stutz has is the snapshot, right? The ideal goal that you want to achieve and how unrealistic having the snapshot. Perfect view of some magical future is because life isn't a snapshot. Life isn't a freeze frame right within every picture is just a moment in time that could be surrounded with negativity. You don't know. And to get away. And he has this whole idea of this Mr. X, which, you know, in comparison to the Steven Pressfield, is resistance, right? This Mr. X is yourself. It's part of you. You'll never be able to get rid of it. But it's the part of you that makes you doubt things. It's the part of you that makes you flake. It's the part of you that makes it so you don't show up. It's the part of you that doesn't, that, that puts more emphasis on some pearls more than others. It's the part of you that makes you scared about that fat kid that you grew up being that still torments you. That person you were that's an, an embarrassment to you. Instead of accepting who you are and loving who you are throughout every stage of your life. And accepting whatever mistakes you've made. Accepting whoever you were. At any point in your life, Mr. X is the person that's constantly going to try and remind you of that person. Constantly going to try and input doubt into your mind. Is that person that's trying to keep you from doing the things you want to do. Convincing you that you can't do a thing. Convincing you that it's too hard. It's impossible. Only a certain amount of people succeed. Right? All of the negative thoughts that you could ever have, that is what this person inside you, Mr. X, does. Let's take a little break from the show to promote the benefits of Inspired Disorder Plus. So you go inspireddisorder.com slash plus. Sign up, $5 a month. You get to binge the full week of the Ray Taylor Show ad-free. You get to watch all of the live painting videos I do. You get a special members only discount and deals for all of the artwork and merch that I sell. You also get the complete podcast back catalog of every podcast I've ever produced. Hundreds of episodes countless different podcasts. You also get access to my personal blog. A new blog comes out every week. In addition to that, you get my creative writing that I'm releasing. You also get access to asking me anything. 14 years of experience podcasting. I've been creating art my entire life. I've been using Photoshop since middle school. And you can contact me to ask me questions about that or anything else. So those are the benefits for signing up for Inspired Disorder Plus. And now let's get back to the show and part of it is this perfect snapshot thing having this idea of the perfect outcome right which is good to have general ideas and goals for what you want but to only accept a future that perfectly aligns with a snapshot is unrealistic right so to avoid Thinking of the future as a perfect snapshot. And then your shadow, which is like the thing you can't get rid of. It's that thing that you're ashamed of. It's that thing you're embarrassed of. Like for Jonah, it was him as a fat kid. Right. Same with me. Right. Jonah, like Jonah Hill, fat as a kid, lost a bunch of weight, gained a bunch of weight. Like somebody that's fluctuated throughout his life similar to me. Like that's one aspect of this movie that like I, you know, I relate to Jonah Hill in a lot of ways, which is one of the many reasons I was excited to watch this. It's like, I'm sure there are things he's working through that I need to work through. And hopefully I'll get those tools, but because it is Jonah's very protective of the things that he is working through, which is fine. You know, it, it, you lack that kind of relatability in some ways, but, the shadow is having c- acceptance for that person, right? Like maybe you're ashamed. Like for me, ashamed of being this fat kid, right? I, my, my Mr. X inside says all of the things that all of the kids would say to me as an overweight guy, right? I internalized all of those things, all of those words, all of the hate and all the things that put down like I internalized all of those things and I say that about myself about that version of myself or about that version of myself now I mean I'm way more accepting of it than ever right I'm I I kind of got over that in a lot of ways a long time ago like that's not necessarily my shadow I mean it will always be there and there's definitely moments where it will come up you know especially if I am overweight like there are things that people can say that will trigger what it was like as a kid it will bring me right back to those moments where you know it's like that was the thing i was identified as like i wasn't a person growing up as a child i was a fat kid growing up right i wasn't a person all of the normal sized kids they had individual personalities and traits and things i was the fat kid i was the big guy right and, you know, it's it's hard to view yourself as something more than that when everyone around you for so much of your life has viewed you as that thing, right? You are the fat kid. You are the fat guy, right? You're the big guy. So it's an interesting like all of these things, but it's like it feels like there's like I want more of the tools. Like if he has a book, maybe he has a book. I'm sure maybe the book, you know, I don't know. It's just this this thing. There was another aspect of like um, like when you're covered, like you're depressed and like you you never feels like there's a way out. Right. Like you're never going to see the sunshine again. It's just constantly clouds. And he has this tool of gratitude to break through the clouds of how you trick yourself. Like you think of things, you're, just random things that you're grateful for. And then you start saying these things. And at some point you, you stop actually saying them, but you think of the thing up into the point. Like he describes it a lot better, but he's basically trying to train yourself to feel what it feels like to be grateful And to kind of harness that grateful energy and to use that grateful energy to kind of break through the clouds. As when he was a kid flying in a plane, it was covered in clouds. And his dad said, don't worry, we'll get above this and you'll see the sun again. If you've ever flown in a plane, it is a crazy thing. When you go through the cloud cover and you get up above the clouds and the sky is clear and the sun is out, right? There's a storm going on below you, but you can get above it. And as a metaphor for life, this is a tool that he had to help you break through by using gratitude, the energy of gratitude, right? So there definitely are some good tools, but it's like it's like these little morsels of help that felt like, that were like what I expected to be all through this documentary, right? I'm not... I didn't expect to see unproduced green screen. I didn't expect to see Phil shut Stutz doing push-ups on one of the dollies. I didn't expect to see Jonah's mom show up so they can talk about how Stutz made a, a, a joke about having sex with his mom. Like there's so many aspects of this that feel like he's trying to distract from what the documentary should be, right? He's, diverting attention from actually digging into the painful stuff to being honest and and open and you know really putting himself out there and uh, on both sides and I think it shows it shows so overall I you know I appreciate it I makes me want to know more about Stutz which is a bummer that I just watched a documentary about him And I feel like I barely know the guy. You know, it makes me want to pick up a book of his because I'm sure it will have more of his tools if he even has a book. And he has Parkinson's, and they kind of dip into that, what it's like. It just feels like, like, man, there's such great documentarians out there that understand how to tell a story in the form of documentaries. And it feels like this was... Not that at all. And it, it, it's a bummer. But anyway, uh, it's on Netflix. And, uh, you know, I, I'm more excited about Jonah doing a, th- a scripted fictional film way more than seeing another documentary from him, which is a bummer. It's a bummer. Because I feel like this, there was, it was a lost opportunity to do, I think to do some real good. I think to put out some tools to people that could really use it in a time when mental health is so impossible to get help for if you don't have money. You know? So anyway, uh it's on Netflix, stuts. New episodes of the Ray Taylor show come out every single day. Subscribe on YouTube and everywhere podcasts are found. Binge the full week over at inspireddisorder.com slash plus.